back again, former NFL quarterback of the Washington Commanders. You got a new name. I want to welcome back on Mr. Jason Campbell. Jason, how's everything going for you? Hey, can't complain, Zach. You know, uh, just living a life, man. Football season's over with. Uh, now, so I'm trying to find a lot of time. I was trying to find something to do with a lot of time, I would say, besides, you know, watching football. But lucky for me, my Auburn basketball team is doing really hey, well this year. So we're ranked number two in the nation. We was number one for three weeks. So yeah. I'm tuning in watching college basketball, NBA right now. I saw they got the center, this Kessler kid. He's like 7-1. He almost had like a triple double block the other day. Yeah, yeah, Kessler. You know, he's a transfer from North Carolina. Uh, you know, guy's huge uh, when it comes to, to shot blocking and, like, you know, and, but he's athletic. A lot of times you see seven one guys and they're not as athletic, but you know, this guy's very athletic. Yeah, because I saw him I saw him at the free throw line, uh, free throw line, and I was like, this guy's breaking bus. Switched him right back in. I don't know if he got the triple double, but he I think going into like the end of the second half, like twelve blocks, like fifteen points, nine rebounds, something like that. It was wow. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure oh, he probably got yeah. the triple double, but I didn't yeah, yeah. check for sure. Once they got up like eighteen points, I kind of checked out at that point. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was like some European guy, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I got from North Carolina, it's Tar Heel. No, but they're ball. Like, are they like the real deal this year? And you're probably much more checked that you uh, checked into college basketball, right? Yeah, I'm not being biased because I went to Auburn, but they oh. they are legit. Like when I go to their home games, man, it is like a must see TV. Like you have to go to an Auburn home basketball game. Like what Bruce Pearl has done for that for that uh for that. In, for the tournament for the team like in the atmosphere oh my gosh like i'm talking about it's electric from start to finish even in the warm-ups like the the student session is already there and everybody's kind of just you know going crazy if you're a high school player like man you, you love to play that type of atmosphere it reminds me of duke back in the day with Cameron center how everything's right on top of you and everybody's just kind of yeah. jumping up and down that's how it is that already built the arena where it's right right on top of you and the students, that's just like right there at the court. So they're jumping cool. up and down and yelling and making noise. So it's really cool. I remember the Final Four team a couple of years ago. Is that still got some bad memories for you guys? What's that? Final oh, Four the Final team? Four? Yeah. They missed the double game. dribble, first of all. They didn't call it a double dribble. But then they going to call it a foul on a three-point shot, but missed the yeah. double dribble. So it would never would have got to the three-point shot. So, yeah, I'm still a little salty because we got hot that, that, that tournament and we beat – Kentucky, we beat Duke, we beat North Carolina. Yeah. And I think we had to – did we play Kansas? Matter of fact, I think we I beat remember. Kansas, somebody to get there. And it's everybody said to beat all of those teams to get there, everybody thought we would win it. And we should have, man. We, you know, you never can let the game be decided by the rest at the end. No, it was – because I think they had the one guy that got got hurt that was the first-round pick mm -hmm. towards – and then he turns knee up. Because I remember I had in my bracket – I was, like, first in my bracket, I had – I don't know what the hell. I had, like, let the year – Michigan State was real good. Did, did Duke beat them or they beat something was good? No, nah, that's the I year that uh, Texas Tech won, and I think Texas Texas okay Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech, UVA, Auburn. I forget the fourth team I had in there. Mm -hmm. And all I needed was Auburn to win that game, and I won the bracket because right. I had more points and nobody and a bunch of other people had um, UVA. And as soon as Kyle, as soon as I heard that, was fuck because I knew yeah. I knew it's <laughs> wild. And, yeah, uh, I was so crazy. hot, man. I was like, hi, yeah. dang. We would have won a national championship that year. They got a chance this year, though. They got they yeah. got the bigs, they got the guards. We got a top five pick in Jabari Smith. Um, you know, so so we're we're loaded and we we're we're 10 deep. So that's the thing that sets us apart. Like when we sub our guards, like the next guards come in, we don't drop off because it's the same type of players with the same energy. So, you know, so that's what makes this team really good. 
Awesome. And then kind of like recapping like the Super Bowl, obviously Rams won it. Um, do you, a lot of people kind of count out the Bengals saying like this was their chance. Do, do, do you are you kind of in that mindset, or do you think like if they build up that roster, they can make another run that? Well, it's like this: like everybody thinks just because you have a good quarterback and you're gonna make it back to the Super Bowl every year. Uh, Dan Marino went when he was like 23 years old, never made it again. Brett Favre, you know, from the time he went back to back. It was 14 years <laughs> since that time he had went. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's only been one time his entire career. Uh, it is hard to get to the Super Bowl. And when you look at the AFC as a whole, you have to think Buffalo is still going to be there. Kansas City is still going to be there. The Titans still going to be there. Uh, you know, just like the Colts. They're just one quarterback or one player away from being in the mid. So the AFC Pittsburgh, you know, they got a lot to figure out, but they're always finding a way to, to make it to the playoffs, you know? Yeah. So, and you know, Cleveland probably be a little bit better next year. So just in their division alone with Baltimore and Lamar coming back, if they can get out of the division as the one seed, I'd be shocked. Uh, you know, so that's why I say, I think this was their best year to have an opportunity to win it. You know, you're playing a Rams team that I feel like, you know, if you catch them, you can beat them. Uh, it's not like there was a dominant uh, championship team. Um, like I said, there's four or five teams you could have named in the playoffs that probably could have played them and beat them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they got the job done. They won a the championship. But Cincinnati definitely had it. They had it right there in their hands for the taking. And, you know, it's just a game of inches, man. You think about it, that call on that third down and goal that was a crucial call by the ref. I didn't see the guy holding, you know, Matt kind of threw the ball behind Cup and uh, made it look like it was a holding because he had to turn his body for the ball, but he just missed him on that one and uh, to get that holding call in that situation. And then to see Jamar Chase run by. Uh, he was wide open. He was wide yeah, open. Wide open. And Ramsey had fell down. And see, this is the thing that everybody, nobody sees. Joe Burrow got sacked by Donald to end the game. But if Donald gets blocked for just a second, yeah. Jamar Chase runs by Ramsey. Ramsey is even, he falls down, and that would have been touchdown. Bingo still would have won the game. So yeah. it's just that close, man. And P. Ryan's in on third down. He got Mixon. Like, apparently he said it was wow. like a mix-up. Like, P. Ryan, Washington legend. Um, right. They had him a couple, they had him a couple of years ago. Yeah, I don't um, understand now, that one either. My If it's yeah. third and one, you best believe Mitson's getting the ball. Like he breaks tackles. And he was I understand playing really P. Ryan well. Too. State, yeah, P. Ryan, I understand that's a third down guy, but this is the win. The Super Bowl game's on the line. Third and one, I got to have it. Joe Mitson is in the game. He's not coming off the field in that situation. In the whole two minute drill, he's staying in the game because he's a great catching back as well. Yeah, no, it, it was wild. It, 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 it was wild. It's already been like four days in Super Bowl. It feels like it was yesterday. And it's just wild <laughs> with no, no football on. And then with the, Commanders, I think last time I joined, they didn't, they didn't have a name. What was your reaction? Did they send you one of those cool jackets? They're not, they're not putting them on the team store, but they're giving that to everybody. Yeah, I haven't got one yet. Uh, I know they tried to invite me up there, but it's the same day I had to go do CBS in New York uh, for my job and everything, so I couldn't make it. So hopefully I get one, but at the end of the day, Commanders, I think is a safe, a safe name. Um, I think – after all of what they've been through, uh, going with the Redskins and everything, I think that they found a way to just try to say, what's a name that's they can just be a safe name? And uh, I think Commanders is what they went with. It's going to take some time for it to grow. You know, I was, it's still hard for me to see the Redskins go. You know, yeah. like uh, 
to me, that was surreal, especially when you had 90-some percent of the people that was considered Redskins said they didn't have a problem with it. Um, yeah. But, you know, fortunately, you know, unfortunately, they made Washington change the name. So this is the name we got to grow with. It's better than Washington football team. I say yeah. that. And uh, yeah. and I think you can grow with it. With the uniforms, um, you know, the all black is sweet. Uh, the white is cool. Uh, not sure about all the color combinations, but, <laughs> you know, but some of them was OK. But, you know, you're going to miss the old uh, burgundy pants with the white jerseys and, you know, the gold trim in it that we used to play in. Yeah, no, it was. I, I don't know if I had very high expectations for the name, but when the, I don't know if you saw the thing the night before when that helicopter was flying over Landover and showed the team store. I thought that was all part of like the plan to make everybody think it was commanders, then go on to today's show and be like, all right, we're now the Red Deals, the Red Hogs, the Red Hogs, or the Red Walls. And they're like, oh, it's commanders. So I'm like, oh, they, they just messed up. Oh, no, but it was, it, it's, it's still wild because it's just wild looking at the NFC East. And I'm like, who the hell is, who the hell is, oh, that's us. <laughs> so it, it's, it's still a little weird. It's going to get used. I think, the, I don't really think the fans care. It's like, it was a big talking point like that first day, but if they win, I don't care what they're calling. Right. If they win, like, you know, everybody's going to adjust to the name very quickly. Uh, you know, you have the Washington Wizards, you know, back in the day, they was called the Washington Bullets. I think they should have, the football team should have became the Bullets. Yeah, they could, yeah. They have been great. We got great uniforms, concept, we got fan right. base. No, but it's, and then the quarterback position, I, I know Coach Rivera was talking about it during uh, Super Bowl week. Obviously, Heineke is out there. Um, Fitz, we don't know how his injury is. They've been linked to a lot of the guys in the draft. There's obviously guys that are going to be hit the free market. I saw that Carson Wentz, if he leaves the Colts, the second highest team's odds to get him is Washington. Hmm. Would you like him in D.C.? I like, wait, Wentz has talent to be a really good quarterback. Um, like He can make some great throws because he has the arm for it. Uh, he definitely has the experience. It's those – it's those brain fart plays that drive you crazy because those are the one that, that kills a football team. Um, you know, just watching the one game earlier this year when he was getting sacked, you know, sometimes you got to know when to just go down. And he tried to throw the ball without even seeing where he was throwing it underhand backwards and it got intercepted for a touchdown. Uh, you know, it's, it's just stuff like that that make you scratch your head sometimes. And then to have to beat a Jacksonville team to get into the playoffs and he plays one of his rough, roughest games of the year. Uh, you know, that's – and you fought so hard to get on a winning streak when he just played in San Francisco on a Monday night game where he played really yeah. well. And then they come and play against Jacksonville and just everything goes haywire. And you lose, don't even make the playoffs because you lost to Jacksonville. So, yeah. it's just things like that, man. I definitely think he's a starter in the league. Um, I think he can help Washington. Uh, because he brings some experience and he can add some new things to, you know, whatever Scott Turner wants to do. Uh, I think, you know, they can kind of sit in the room and, and, and instantly if he brings some type of winning credibility. Um, like I say, he was on the team one year. He was almost MVP with the Eagles. Yeah. So the kid definitely has, I say kid, the guy definitely has talent. It's just with a really good defense, which is what the Colts had, they still yeah. couldn't make it to the playoff because they couldn't overcome a lot of his mistakes. So if he can correct some of those bonehead mistakes, everybody's going to throw interceptions sometimes, but you can correct those bonehead mistakes. I like him in Washington. Because I know some of the guys have been linked, obviously Garoppolo, but I don't know if you're giving up the 11th pick for Garoppolo. And then Winston it intrigues me. What do you think about those guys? 
Yeah, I wouldn't give up the 11 pick for for Garoppolo. Garoppolo, think about it. He played with one of the best defenses with D'Amico Ryans out in San Francisco. One of the best run games you're going to get in in the NFL. Probably one of the top three play callers in Kyle Shanahan that's in the NFL. So you're going to take him, and now you're going to put him in Washington, who we're still trying to figure out their defense is going to be back to what they were a year before than what we saw this year from an offensive standpoint. You don't, you, you don't have the run game that you have in, in San Francisco. So a lot of his games, they was able to cover up because of what they could do, especially do we have a Kittle on our football team? I don't think we have a, a George Kittle on our football team. Do we have a Debo on our football team? I don't think we have a Debo on our football team. So you have to think about all those things, and I don't I wouldn't give up the 11th pick. Uh, to do that. Yes, I hear Jameis Winston is out there and everything. And Winston was having a good year with the Saints before he got injured. Um, you know, I would I would lean that route before I just, you know, give up the 11 pick for Garoppolo. Now, if somebody want to give you a second round or a third round pick, then maybe you do that. Then you can go get Garoppolo because I do like his experience in big games. But I wouldn't throw my 11 pick away on, on Jimmy Garoppolo. I said to somebody like, "Hey, like, we'll give you a second. We'll give you a conditional third. But you gotta, you gotta send Trent back if he wants to come. That way, we're kind of plug two holes same time." But right. I'm gonna get like, eleven pick and bring uh, and bring Trent back along with Garoppolo. Okay, yeah, yeah two yeah. two for one is always yeah, better. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. And then what about some of like some of these guys that are kind of like the, kind of the big name guys of the Russell? Obviously, Watson's got a whole bunch of legal stuff. I'm gonna bring him up, but um. Uh, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you, would you give the house to bring him, them here just to kind of make him a contender for a couple of years? I just don't think Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay. Uh, if he does, it's going to be Denver just because Hackett, uh, he, that was his office coordinator that was in Green Bay over the last two years, and he's now the head coach of, of Denver. So if you're going to leave, you're going with an offense that you already know. And you already have familiarity with the guy that you're going to be coaching you. So for him to make that step, it's three places I can see him playing Green Bay, Denver, or San Francisco, because San Francisco, he's from California. He played at Cal It's in the Bay area. And I can see him going there, understanding he has a great defense, understanding he has a great play caller. And, 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 and it'd be tough to see that just because Kyle Shanahan and Matt LaFleur are friends. So, I just think he stays in Green Bay. Ultimately, I, I think if they can work something out where they keep Devontae Adams, I think he stays there. Um, Watson, I just think you can't touch it until you just figure out what's going to happen with this case. It's just too much unknown uh, to just touch it. Like, you know, great player, can add a lot of assets to your football team, but when will he ever be cleared to play? You know, you have to give up a whole lot to get him and – I, that right there just kind of scares me from that standpoint because this has been going on for over a year and there still hasn't been any much noise about it as far as like what's really going on. Um, when it comes to, you know, who's the, who's the next guy out there? Russell Wilson, Virginia Russell native. Wilson. Russell now, Wilson. Russell Wilson is intriguing um, because I think this locker room will adapt to him so much quicker because one is Super Bowl experience, uh, two – something about getting fresh air. You know, when I left Washington, uh, you know, it was hard to leave the city of Washington, but it was so much chaos going on within the organization. I was ready for like a fresh air. When I got to Oakland, man, I was playing really good my two years out in Oakland before I broke my collarbone. And it was just something about just hitting the restart button. And I think if Russell 
Let's be honest. His last two years in Seattle, yes, he had some good years, but they hadn't been the years that he's had before. And let's be honest, too. The Legion of Boom had a lot to do with that. Marshawn Lynch had a lot to do with that. Now, he's still a heck of a quarterback, and he's still a great player. And I do think if you add him to this team, it instantly puts Washington in the playoffs. Yeah, no, because I did see somebody, I don't know who, who said it, somebody compared it to when they brought McNabb here. I don't really see it that way. Do yeah, you? I don't really see that coming. McNabb came. You know, Manav was later on. You know, Russ is going to what his ninth year or tenth year. I think they're the same age. I think he's thirty three. McNav was around that age. So okay. Well, well, I just say it differently because Russ still, you know, at that time with Manav, you know, Andy Reid was a great play caller, and uh, you know, Andy Reid did some lot of things. And when Manav was in his prime, you know, he was like Russell Wilson in his prime. Uh, you know, could run around, could make plays with his feet. Uh, you know, make throws on a run. He was the Russell Wilson before Russell Wilson. Um, he just don't have the two Super Bowls to go with it, but he has the four NFC Championship games in a row that he played in, and he has the one Super Bowl that he played in. So I don't, I don't really see that uh, that aspect of it. I, I, I see Russ a little bit different uh, coming in. Uh, like I said, I, I see Russ giving you a good two to three years. I'm not going to say he's going to give you a good four to five, probably a good two to three years. Because I know when they came, it was at the Monday night game, they came here this year, mm-hmm. he was not at 100%. That was a right. brutal, brutal game. But to kind of get him in there, and honestly, he wants to kind of, what is it, let Russ cook? He wants to throw the ball. Yeah. Do, you, do you think Scott Turner's scheme is a little bit too, too play-action-y for him? Or do you think they kind of adapt around his skill set? Uh, great, great coach is supposed to adapt to what the players do well. Uh, I've always said this. There is times I would play, man, and the coaches just want you just to do what their system wants you to do. And I'm just like, but all the guys I had a lot of success with, they are, they adapted their system to what I did very well. And uh, that's what all people should do when you're coaching quarterbacks. You, It doesn't make sense to try to make a quarterback do something that he's not comfortable with or something that's not his strength. Asking him to do something that got him to the league and got him to these to what he does very well which makes guys at sale. And you've seen that, you know, with quarterbacks around the league, you know, Buffalo, when they got Josh Allen the first year and he's kind of messing with him. And then all of a sudden they start tailoring everything to what he does very well. They start tailoring to his arm screen. They start letting him scramble, let him do things, let him make plays. And now you see him what he's one of the top three, four quarterbacks in the league. So I just think like, you know, if, if Russ come there, yes, Washington will throw the football more. You have to, you know, it's yeah. like you have to. I understand that, you know, like I said, we don't have a strong run game. We don't have a strong offensive line right now. You have two good, really good players in there, but you don't have it just to say we're going to line up, throw it 25 times. I mean, throw it 25, run it another 35. Like, this is a passing league. You know, it, it is what it is. It's not the old way it used to be. It's a passing league. You think that he's the kind of guy that they would kind of like just, throughout the brain struck for because I know Rivera in his two years here he's been very hesitant to kind of go overboard I know he did offer Amari Cooper I think that that top-notch deal even though he declined it went back to Dallas do you think it's the kind of guy Rivera's like I have my record over the past year it's not great I don't know if I'm gonna be here past year three year four I'm going all in do you think they do that I don't think you roll out the Brinks truck for him because of it, the age that he's at and the way he's played the last two years you know, uh, I do think you sign him to a really good deal. If I'm watching, I would do a three-year contract, you know, probably giving him somewhere in the, you know, 
thirties to 35 million a year range, um, you know, and, and see what he does from that standpoint uh, with a player option or a or team option in third year. Uh, but, you know, this is because you got to be able to bring other players. Let's be honest. When Russell had his best years, think of the players that was around him. So you have to make sure that you're able to put people around him and put people in front of him. He got beat up a lot this year, you know, so you got to put offensive linemen in front of him. You saw what happened to Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. you can't win the Super Bowl because you didn't have an offensive line in front of him. So you got us to put a, still put a, to intact a strong offensive line in order to keep Russ upright and keep him healthy throughout the years and put, you know, some people around him. Yes, you have, you know, you know, two, it's been on the Samuels plays this year, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, Curtis Samuels plays this year. Then he gives you two really good receivers. Uh, I suspect us to sign McLaurin back. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say two really good receivers, but we don't really know what he's at. But Samuels, because we haven't seen him play long enough. Um, and you still need a third receiver. Look at the Rams. They have Cup, and then they had Woods, but they also had two other young guys. Yeah. But then they brought in Odell, and you just always got to have three solid receivers and a good tight end. Yeah, yeah, because obviously Logan Thomas, I know he got hurt towards the end of the year, but if he can get, get back strong, he's, he's very top, top, top 15, top 10 when he's kind of at full strength tight end in the league. And then it's kind of giving him some options out there. But the one other guy I was going to ask you before I let you go, and the last time I had you on, we were kind of breaking out a lot of the quarterbacks. Um, you were very high on Corral and Pickett. But since the senior ball, the guy that everybody keeps talking about is um, Lake Willis, who spent some time at Auburn. I know you, you're kind of familiar with him. Are you surprised to see him kind of rising up the draft board? Because people are kind of saying, like, okay, he's got the most potential of any of these guys. A little bit surprised uh, just because of simple fact. When you talk about from a running, running ability, he has all the intangibles. Uh, but – you know, just from a passing percept, sometimes that was concerning me just for his accuracy and uh, and things like that uh, when I watched him. Now, the kid definitely has a high ceiling if he gets with the right team, the right offensive coach, and someone that can help him continue to build his skill and continue to grow. Because if he can ever get a, get his passing accurately uh, with his running ability, then, you know, he can be a real threat to, to teams in the NFL. Uh, based off the offenses that they run now. Um, so that's the thing with him. And it just takes a really good football team around him, I think, and he can have a lot of success because I just don't think you can draft into a team that's still trying to figure it out. You know, uh, I just I, I just don't think that would be fair. Uh, but I think the reason he raised a lot of – he climbed a lot and raised a lot of eyebrows because, okay, he played at Liberty, so people are like, okay, what's your competition? But then you go to the Senior Bowl and you're playing against a lot of top talent at the senior bowl and, you know, people get a chance to see you up close and see how you can, you know, operate an offense and then play with equal kind of talent. And he ended up having a really good game. And I think that kind of propelled him and, uh, and, and he's the reason he's climbing up. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that'd be kind of thing if, if some way Washington did decide to take him, they'd keep Heineke on, kind of let him kind of progress a little bit more instead of just throwing him out there. Yeah. I just don't think Washington need a rookie quarterback. Yeah. I just think right now you got Montez Sweat supposed to be coming back. You know, you got a Young supposed to be coming back. You already got, you know, your big guys, Allen up in, in the middle. Uh, you know, you got your defense supposed to be strong. They, we understand this year a lot happened, but I think next year they really have a really good defense. And you have some, some middle-aged guys. They don't want to be trying to, you know, feel like they're just starting from scratch. 
you know, they, they're ready for a veteran quarterback to come in there because let's be honest, the division, I haven't ever in my life remembered the division being as worse as it's been over the last three years. Uh, I wish I could have played in this division <laughs> when it was in Washington. Uh, you know, we had straight hands and tucks and the nabs and everybody with the Eagles and then Dallas, you know, you had great players there with T.O. and everybody. The division was the best division in football. Over the last three years, it has been the worst division in football. And Dallas has walked through the division. And then when they get to the play playoffs, they get thumped because they don't really be challenged from the division standpoint. Um, I, I just think if you get a veteran quarterback, if you're ever going to hit it, now is the time. Who are you competing against? Dallas. You know, the Eagles, they were better this year. They're probably a little bit better again next year. But the Giants, I like the head coach that they got from, from Buffalo, what he did with Allen. Uh, yeah. Will he be able to do the same thing uh, with, with the Giants quarterback? I, we don't know yet. Time will tell. But I'm still saying if you're going to hit it, if you get a Russell Wilson or you get a Garoppolo or you get a Carson Wentz, I think you can take the division from Dallas. And I think you can make some noise if you do it now, because if you wait two, three years, the Giants can be better. Eagles can be better than the division could be tough again. And all of a sudden you miss your window. Do you, I know Wilson also been, has also been linked to Philly. Do you think if those talks are getting strong, maybe Washington will up their offer just to keep him out of the division if, not, if he's not here in D.C.? Yeah, I'm talking about from a competitive thing, you you have to. Uh, you know, if, if Philly comes with a stronger offer, then you either going to have to match that offer and see if he wants to be in Philly or if he wants to be in Washington. Now, I wouldn't over overpay because, like I said, you still need some other solid players on the offensive line. Uh, that you need to go and get. So, but I would definitely try to match the offer that Philly offer, unless it's just some crazy number that you'd be like, yeah. okay, we're not doing that yeah. uh, at that point. Cause there's still other guys that can still get you some quality play. Um, you know, so I, I wouldn't just throw the kitchen sink at, at Russ, but I would offer him a really, really good three-year contract. Actually, just one last one for you. Seeing all the quarterback movement in the league, and all the success they're having, obviously Brady and Tampa two years ago, Stafford, uh, especially with the Rams, in your era, did you ever foresee that quarterbacks would be like, you know what, I kind of want to go win. I don't have to stay here. Do you think that's going to continue to kind of increase just kind of guys being like, you know what, I've been losing for so long. I can go win. I'm going to go do it. Do you expect that to kind of ramp up? Well, I think everyone's watching what Stafford uh, went through, man, how everybody was down on him so much when he was in Detroit. And I used to always tell people, I said, man, this guy can throw the football. Like, he's a good quarterback. I said, he's just stuck in a franchise that don't know how to win. And and losing becomes a habit and guys don't come there to win. They come there to get their check. Let's be honest, you know, yeah. and uh, but now he goes to the Rams. The expectations are uh, winning. It's a must. And then you throw him in there with guys like Aaron Donald going to work his butt off and guys like Cooper Cup who works his tail off. These guys want to win. Sean McVay built this team to win. Like so you go to a winning environment. And now you're able to put your talents with a winning environment. And then also you're not playing from behind all the time. You're not going home, losing three, four games in a row and your body's beat up. It's late in the season and you're really not having anything to play for because you're out of the playoffs. And, but when you're with the Rams, you're winning, you're in California, the weather's good, you know, food is good. And, and, but you're Tra across and, not good. Right. Traffic is not good. <laughs> but you look across and you just like, Oh, I don't have to, come from behind every game like we're actually up in some games in the fourth quarter to win it but I, I definitely think like man like 
you will see some quarterbacks if, if things start to derail and they just get tired of losing season because it affects your career. Like, it'll affect your whole overall everything. Like, Stafford doesn't go to the Rams. He'll just be known as the first pick that came through the NFL. Uh, but the fact that he go to the Rams and, and they win the Super Bowl, you know, he's put himself in the conversation, you know, to, to finish his career off at a high, high note. And, and that's just, you know, it doesn't happen for everybody, but – it's like I say, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, why are you leaving Green Bay? You know, like you've had so much success at Green Bay, it'll be hard for you to go somewhere else and repeat that because Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers as well without Devontae Adams, you know, and and the culture that the that they have built there. Like when you play in Green Bay, it's an expectation to win. Like guys don't just sign with Green Bay because they come in there for the weather or for the check. They come to Green Bay, they come to sign up to try to go and win. And see, that's the difference. So, you know, you will see some guys trying to push. That's why I say with Russell Wilson at his career, stage of his career, he's not trying to go somewhere where the culture is not that good. That's the only reason I say Washington, you know, to me, I know people have it high on their radar, but I really don't see him having it right now as his top two places only because the way the culture has been and all the stuff right now that Snyder's going through as an owner with the football yeah. team, all the noise surrounding all of that, you know, yes, Russ came there. Snyder would love Russ to come there because they'd cover up a whole bunch of the other stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody be talking about that. But if you Russell Wilson, you're trying to go somewhere where you say, okay, we're a player two from winning this, going to the Super Bowl, or at least having an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. It's definitely going to be in the NFC definitely be the NFC. He cannot go to the AFC and compete with all that, that they have going on right now and trying to go to the Super Bowl. So it'll be in the NFC somewhere. Yeah, NFC is wide open. Because honestly, like we had more interesting stuff kind of going on. We got the Super Bowl. I was watching the 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 draft lottery for the USFL today. I mean we didn't even have these teams on these on these teams yet. I was just like, oh Jeff Fisher's got the first pick. I mean it was available. It's like Josh Johnson. He's, he's always in these kind of leagues. But um, no, I'm really like, there's nothing, there's nothing going on this week. Just make it a little bit more interesting. But I do, do appreciate the time. Um, how can people check out your show on uh, CBS Sports and kind of check out your podcast and kind of keep up with it? Yeah, our CBS uh, Sports Network show is done for the year. So we finished oh, okay. our last week up for the Super Bowl. But, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, jcampbell17, uh, Believe in Auburn, Everything Auburn Podcast. Uh, you can go in there and follow me. Uh, it's free. Uh, listen to Taylor Beth Davis, who also works with ESPN. So we cover college football together and all things Auburn, which you can find me on Twitter, jcam underscore one seven. And uh, sometimes you find me during the season doing NBC uh, Washington uh, with B Mitch and, and those guys. I do a few times a year. So, you know, it's pretty much what I'm doing nowadays. Um, so, you know, check me out. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Always a pleasure. Hopefully we get like something happens that's positive. Not but any more negative press going on in the NFL. Uh, just kind of just because it's slow. There's not shit going on until combine starts. Well, combines what? Well, you got the NBA All Star Weekend. This that's true. Weekend. I didn't even realize. Like it's NBA. I'm like I started like a month ago. No, they're like sixty games in. They're like right. fifty games in. They got that thing in Cleveland this week. We can actually made a. I bet on the three point contest. I'm like, there's nothing else going on. So no, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but do appreciate the time. All right. You are only a couple of weeks away from March Madness. You'll be all right. That's true. That's true. That's why I got to kind of start, start getting in on that. Right. Yeah, March Auburn. Madness and then you got the yeah. Masters. So you got That's some true. games coming up. So Yeah. It's not occupied. football, but it'll get, it'll get, it'll get until, uh, <laughs> until training camp starts up. But I do appreciate it. <laughs>